You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey, wait. Before we get the show started, I think it's important to mention that Cult Montreal is running the 2015 edition of Best of Montreal. Of course, you're listening to Go Plug Yourself right now, so why not head over to Cult Montreal to vote for the Best of Montreal and refer Go Plug Yourself as your favorite podcast because you know that it is. And you might as well plug 9to5.cc and Walter and uh, basically anything else that you want to vote for. You should do that because we want to be number one this year. Number three is not good enough. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Like this music makes them build the ring faster. So, Walter. Hey! We're here live. With what? IWS, what? IWS, IWS personalities? I, I, IWS talent? Yeah, we're doing... We're, IWS uh, figureheads? Yeah, it's a, a, IWS uh, a, mosaic, a mosaic of IWS people. We have, we have one, uh, a key IWS figure here. IWS legend, on, currently on a legends contract with the oh, IWS. Uh, remains to be seen if I've been um, given the <laughs> moniker of legend, ladies and gentlemen. But all I know is that Saturday night, January 24, 2015, live from Plaza Theater, here we are on this particular podcast. Right. And I'm ready to answer any question in relation to this huge IWS event. Right here at the Plaza Theater. Live to tape. Live, Live to, to tape. tape. Yeah. More to likely, tape. this yeah. is going to come out at some point in March. Okay. Well, uh, coming up to the, I believe IWS is. Moving over well, to St. Henry. Well, to pretend that things are live in wrestling. That way it creates more right. of an atmosphere. So are we live March 28th? Well, we'll be live on March 28th. Okay, We're live so here on January 24th. And okay. in my eyes, we are live 24-7. That makes Shit. things more exciting. And, That's you know, true. anytime I get a microphone in front of me, this my voice changes. <laughs> it, it, or, like, yeah, it's, it's really, it's crazy. It's like, it's you, quite, I, I don't you know. Might, you might know me from a, a character of the ring that screams like a... Um, like a psychopath. Okay. But whenever I get a headphone or some sort of a microphone in front of me, I just automatically turn into this 80s broadcaster voice. I also think the 80s music that's thumping nice in the background strange, just totally yeah, just, just builds the whole thing up. So we can go back and forth. All my, I might use this voice once in a while, but if you want to talk <laughs> to uh, Nixon Stratus, who is the uh, manager of Salvation, of Salvation, which is uh, the most dominant uh, faction so beyond, in the Beyond today. manager, you're leader. I'm the leader. Like there's a cult a man- leader. No, like- there's no manager is beneath me. Right. Leader no. so of Salvation. So when uh, are you guys going to have, like, late-night infomercials, like, to, like, join Salvation? You know, I've been trying to, and as you see the voice <laughs> changes, I've been trying to uh, do the whole cult thing, but I think that's been played out. Okay. I don't think anybody really wants to join a cult anymore. Okay. I mean, but maybe, maybe a really successful self-help author. Yeah. That's it. There you go. That's like, I, think I agree with that. Exactly. Have so. we properly identified who's talking yet? Or, no, 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 like, no, 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 Sort of. Not. We sort of, kind of. Uh, well, he, <laughs> who are we talking to right now? We're, we're talking to Nick, Nick Patterson. The, the, the many personalities of Nick Patterson here. Yeah. Rose Nick, how you doing? You, you good? So, uh, yeah, you you pumped Pat- up for the show tonight? I'm Nick Patterson. I, I, I'm, a, I'm an owner of the IWS. I'm the leader of Salvation. 
I do this radio voice because I'm just basically a psychopath on my days <laughs> off. <laughs> right. And uh, we're here tonight because uh, it's Blood, Sweat, and Beers. It's the biggest uh, wrestling show uh, of the year so far. Right. In this early uh, 2015. Right. Huge, huge show here tonight. And, and, it's, uh, and, and we'll, we'll say, because it's coming out afterwards, that it went amazing. It was well, so yes, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such a Nothing good show. Nothing went wrong. There was, yeah, everything yeah. about it was positive. I heard one fan come out saying, I am only going to IWS events from now on. He burned his merchandise from other promos. Okay. He yes, because apparently the goal, the end goal of IWS is to make all other wrestling shitty and irrelevant, apparently. Correct. Well, you know, no. I, I was thinking about that this morning, actually. <laughs> Making all other wrestling <laughs> no, we've already done that. We've oh, already shit. done that. But when we first started the company, you know, uh, wrestling in Quebec was relegated to church basements. Right. Here we are. We're in 2015. And it's not to say that the IWS has reinvented uh, the business. It's not to overplay the situation. But in general, the IWS is the number one wrestling promotion of the last two decades. And uh, we're going to prove that here tonight. Or we've already proven that here it's tonight. It's already proven. This, uh, like I said, there's that fan outside out. burning his merchandise. Yeah, exactly. And that's <laughs> great. That's great. And, you know, all power to anybody else who wants to do wrestling in this city. And everybody has the right to do that. But nobody can do it quite like the IWS can, and that's why Wally Goodtimes is involved with the show. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, sure, I was actually, we, we haven't really talked about that. The podcast has only ever, like, tangentially talked about the fact that, like, we are also, every two weeks, live with a, an IWS figure, Wally Goodtimes. Right, yeah. Because yeah. Walter, we usually talk about his comedy. We don't always talk about the fact about, that you, about my, you my, also my, grab my a moon, microphone. My moonlighting career. And where, it's, when, uh, it's, a, it's something to be proud of. It's not every comedian that can be involved with the professional wrestling business and be successful. That's yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's yet I, to be demonstrated like, that I'm very successful. But like I've uh, asked Massimo, like, on multiple occasions to be involved with the wrestling, and then it's, like, at 2 in the morning. I think, like, Mas- I, I think Massimo you. would just get angry and just start, like, yelling at the fans. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Walter would get, not Walter, Massimo would get real stiff. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like Basically, it's not every comedian that can just step into a wrestling ring and uh, provide great entertainment. It takes someone... Uh, with a certain uh, knowledge of the business, yeah. uh, let's say, in order to be successful, and I think Walter has. And let's that. not. Let's not. I mean, let's not glorify well, like my, my morbid obsession with <laughs> professional wrestling as being a knowledge of the business. Let's and just call it what it is: okay. is, is a morbid obsession, obsession with professional wrestling. And, and, the, fans, and, I, and I, the, the IWS fans just love you. Oh, Walter. they love. Oh, oh yes. yeah. They, 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 yes. <laughs> to this day, I mean, to this day, the the uh, the chance for your brother uh, while right. I'm in the ring really just uh, warmed my heart. Friend of the show, yes. Mike Patterson. Friend of the show, Mike That's Patterson. Right. <laughs> the only. The only. Uh, host of the show has actually been cheered i think yes but yes. he's just he's been booed out of the building but he's also been cheered as well i still get the toughest booed. job in the iws is being the ring announcer i'm still getting booed for not being mike that's right yeah i think i think i'm actually i've started a you're not mike chant yes that's thank good. you Keith. You're you're not not thought, mike. I, th- I thought i heard your voice wonderful <laughs> Do it. um, it's good it. i like to i like to yeah. Nick, because you've been for. involved with, with IWS for a while, I mean, you've seen it have uh, in different homes. But for, since its uh, since its uh, rebirth yeah. in 2014, we'll call yeah. it, it's yeah. it's a reintroduction onto the scene. Uh, it's been located here at Plaza Theater, Theater Plaza, Plaza yeah, Theater, Plaza Theater, Plaza or Theater, Theater Plaza, Plaza, 6505 St. Hubert Street. And and I mean, how and that, that's been. It seems like it's been a it's been a pretty good fit so it's far. A, it's, it's a home. It's, it's a home. Uh, one of the biggest issues in uh, independent wrestling on the level of the IWS here in Montreal is finding a venue. Right. Not because. Uh, 
houses don't want to um, have us do the shows at the events, but most of the time it's just the ceiling is not high enough. Right. Yeah. When, I mean, you see, you see it all the time. No, and I've, done, I've, been, I've, been to a couple, I've been to a couple indie events where it's like where yeah. guys can't do top yeah. rope spots. And you don't want to like, just do a wrestling event anywhere. You don't want to do it in a church basement. You don't want to do it in a parking lot. You want to make sure that the, the venue is you know, something that the, the crowd can be like proud to be a part of. Right. So Plaza Theater is a great venue. It's very intimate. It holds about 350 to 400 people with the ring. I think we set an indoor attendance oh, record yes, last we've, time. Uh, yeah. We've set all sorts of fake <laughs> indoor attendance <laughs> records uh, since the you, got, you, guys, you guys packed in nearly 1,000 last time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly, yes. Now, the crowds have been great. We've had uh, four shows. Three of them have been sold out. Uh, so uh, tonight we expect the house to be very large because it's the first uh, uh, show of the season mm-hmm. of uh, 2015. But in, in general, the, the Plaza Theater has been a good home. Uh, in the past, the Medley, the Musée Just Pour Rire have been two venues that are just extraordinary. Unfortunately, uh, no longer uh, in business. Like they don't they even don't exist, exist anymore. anymore. So right. It's a big issue for the IWS. Um, and there's not many venues in, uh, that are suitable for professional wrestling in the city. And as I've mentioned, my, my introduction to the IWS was, was years ago when, uh, when there was events happening in, uh, in Bogies. Oh, yeah. what, and what there, a wonderful venue. There, there was, was a certain je ne sais quoi <laughs> that, that Bogies had, though. Like, and it's that, that East End feel. That oh, I, my I, God, yeah. We talked about uh, that on... Uh, there, there was a period of time when I stepped away from the IWS for many, many years, and I did my own thing, and when I came back to the IWS, the shows were at Bogies, and uh, <laughs> I... I had my issues with it, but I went along with it. And then in the end, we ended up getting back to the medley. We ended up getting back to Club Soda for the final show in 2011. Right. Fast forward to 2015, we're here at the Plaza. So things are good, and uh, better things are ahead. Say what you want about bogeys. There were still decent crowds that showed up, Well, man. yeah, there was, a lot like of, there was a lot of good crowds. The fruit flies in the bathroom were uh, something that you had to contend with. I remember uh, guys used to do spots off, like, the vending machines and oh, stuff. Yeah, it was great. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So for the next show, though... Let's talk about the next Let's talk the next about show. March 28th. March 28th, so we where, were, we, where we're, are we going to be, Nick? We just had an amazing IWS here at yep. Plaza. That's right. Everybody's going home super hyped. Yeah. Looking forward, two months' time, March 28th. Okay. Not here. Not here at all. It's going to be... We have... Uh, this venue has so been now used that, now that we've now that we've said some, so many nice things about this venue. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about let's talk about the next venue. So this venue's the venue's been used ve- up. No, this venue has been this venue. This venue, we've raped this venue. Right. Uh, this, uh, this venue, I don't think she, this. Ra- she's it's pregnant. It's <laughs> pregnant. It's pregnant. It's like it's finished. It's pregnant with a hate child. I don't think any other wrestling uh, promotion will ever want to use this again. It's got our stink in it. The next and time IWS and Teatro Plaza are together, it'll be on Mori. Determining uh, whether right. or not the child who, is who legitimate. Is the father, we we don't know, <laughs> but you know, uh, in the IWS, it's all about about Im- uh, innovation, not imitation. And we are innovating because we're going to use a venue that's never been used in Montreal for professional Big o. wrestler. Big O. It's WrestleMania thirty five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might do WrestleMania at the Olympic Stadium. Oh, Paul's personality again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but uh, getting back to business, literally. Uh, the next show will be at Corona Theater, right? Uh, which is Holy a huge Harry. venue. That's amazing in Montreal, and so many uh, bands and shows. That's a years. great venue. It's yeah. an amazing venue. I've honestly. been, I've seen a bunch of shows yeah. there. Like, and it's I, the first time fantastic. I saw a show there was for Arcade Fire back in 2006 when they were uh, still a indie band or whatnot. I think it was one of the yeah. first shows yeah, of the Corona, exactly. even yeah. like that was like yeah. Corona is a great. Saw great Charles venue. Bradley there. So, so I've seen various, saw various James acts. There. And, and uh, I think Chris Jericho. Last time Chris Jericho was in pa- town, that's Fozzie, he, uh, he, did, he, he was open. I think uh, they Fozzie. were opening for no. Yeah. Well, anyway, he was there. They, yeah. 
So we are we are set to go for Spike that uh, mic real high. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are set to go for uh, for that venue, and um, you know uh, it was announced tonight that uh, it has something to do with the fans and it has something to do with the weapons. Uh-huh. Okay. And that means fans bring the weapons. Oh shit! So historically, this has been bottles of Corona. Yeah, b- exactly. Bottles <laughs> of Corona, whatever you want, bring it. The f- basically, Virgin uh, Mobile phones. Yeah, right. <laughs> they've, they've never been used in a fans bring the me- weapons match before. <laughs> so if you don't know what a fans bring the weapons match is, historically this has been. <laughs> I was gonna say, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> what person is like, fans bring the weapons. Let I wonder what that means. Let me go, let me go this straight. <laughs> you mean that I have to bring the weapons? I've never, I've never in person been to a fans bring okay. weapons event. So, if you so haven't, I'm looking forward to this. Let's rephrase it that way. If you haven't been. Okay, but okay so you haven't been to. What do you think it is? <laughs> I, do you think it's where you bring the weapons? I think the fans might bring the weapons. Yeah, Nick, so basically, Nick did Walter you, get it right? Walter, you have uh, some sort of semblance of an idea. This is where the, the knowledge of the business comes in here. <laughs> so basically, if you want uh, entrance into the um, the venue right. at the Corona Theater at the fans uh, bring the weapons match. It's not enough just to buy the ticket. Okay. You have to bring a weapon. Oh, you actually had the, this is see this. It's is, like a food drive. But this is antithesis <laughs> to, yeah. to most club events where uh, weapons are largely prohibited. Well, that's what yeah. uh, that's where we come into play, and that's where we change the uh, I think mindset. We so. might have to now specify from though from that, we, that we mean yes. weapons, maybe like appropriate ring weapons, and not you know. Uh, Switchblades. You know, uh, all <laughs> knives and guns, of course, will be prohibited, prohibited. Uh, from the uh, right. venue at the Corona mm-hmm. Theater. That's New, a, New that's Jack a is not on the card. That's a given. Yeah. Gene o- <laughs> if Gene Okerlund was doing the, uh, the hype for this, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all knives and guns <laughs> have been prohibited, prohibited from the venue. But you can bring any other type of weapon you want, be it a table, a chair, be it the kitchen sink, if you will. Call your local cable company. Don't miss out. Don't get shut out. Oh, fans bring the weapons with the IWS. Perhaps a child's bicycle. That, there you go. Or a bicycle tricycle. chain. Tricycle. How about a bicycle chain? Bicycle chain. Oh, no, yeah. no, the actual whole bicycle. A okay, wee tricycle. Okay. A big wheel. A big wheel, yeah. yeah. Bring a big wheel. So it, getting back, it, literally, if you buy a ticket for the uh, fans bring the weapons at the Corona Theater, if you don't bring a weapon, you're not allowed into the venue. That's, that's pretty that? rough. That's, that's pretty rough. rough. So yeah. don't forget. And don't be pulling out, like, toothpicks out of your pocket. Or something. What like, if? Oh yeah, you can stab what if? The guy. What if I didn't bring a weapon, but then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot, and I take a bunch of change and I fill up sock, and then perfect. All right, that's there you wonderful. Go. So that's if you're if you're in yeah, doubt, yeah, just yeah. throw your keys in your sock. That's it. That's and it. That's, as that'll long, get as long as you made the effort. Right. Right. I, I, the I effort. assume you've previously been to or I've so previously had a fans bring the weapons. Yes, matches. we've had many uh, fans bring the weapons matches, and they have been uh, done uh, mainly at the medley, which uh-huh. is uh, the, the historically the, the home of the IWS. No longer in business today, but we've had some really, really insane shows as far as it relates to fans bring the weapons at the medley. And basically, when you walk into the venue, there's going to be two huge bins, and you've got to dump your weapon <laughs> okay. into you that, check your that weapon bin. In. Check yeah. your weapon in. Yeah. You've, uh, you've lost it. Right. And then during the main event, and right now the main event has not been signed. Okay. Uh, still up in the air, but you can bet that uh, whomever is involved in that main event will be uh, a top hardcore do have, player. Do you have a business. short list? Well, you know, you can Throw imagine. Up four or five uh, names. Well, you can imagine the IWS's most hardcore uh, competitors today. The Green Phantom, Sexy Eddie, will be involved. Um, but you know, let's just leave it out there for now, yeah, and I'm just gonna, say just that. Just wait and see, because all right. the surprises, as far as it relates to uh, hardcore competitors, are not that will be involved in that match. Might not be necessarily relegated to the current. IWS roster, so we might be looking outside of the roster. As you did tonight. Well, we could certainly mention that, that, you know, 
what what happened what happened tonight. Yeah, it's weird because we we're talking about it, you know, in the future tense, and now we're talking about it in the past That's tense. But it's that magic. kind of podcast. Yeah. Um, Keith will fix us in post. Uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had uh, Matt, uh, Matt Tremont from and, CZW and, and DJ and Hyde. Owner of yeah, uh, exactly. Do you say, do you, by the way, do you say CZW or CZW? I keep finding I, myself know, saying CZW, and I've I find I, I sound so Canadian. Life, really? Never. Never. Uh, Until never. Uh, but I mean, but, but 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 uh, your father is, a, is an American resident. I'm a is, do you think do you think maybe that's because uh, that of your, your American lineage? I grew lineage? up in Santa Cruz, California. Yeah. So I still have no Z. Uh, I like of, I like Z better than yeah, Z. Yeah, I think it's C- it CZW doesn't sound right. Yeah, Z, yeah. no. If it'll be funny, maybe we could do it in Canada with a CZW. But C-Z-W. in any case, yeah, DJ Hyde, Matt Tremont, uh, live here tonight at Plaza Theater. First time they've ever competed in Montreal. They've done shows in the Ottawa uh, area right. and other uh, cities around Canada, but first time in the IWS, and let's just say that they are completely stoked to be a part of this company. They recognize the importance of the IWS as far as it relates to hardcore wrestling, and uh, they fit right in with the family here uh, at the IWS, that's for sure. So well, IWS is obviously not averse to bringing guys in from the outside, and you also, uh, yeah. you guys, a couple months back, brought Tommy Dreamer. Well, Tommy Dreamer is somebody who uh, is just basically uh, in the twilight of his career, but he's such a huge help yeah. to any roster. And he goes all over the country uh, in the United States and Canada, and he does so many tiny independent shows yeah. or shows like ours here at the Plaza. And he's just a guy that can just add a, a certain spark to, for ticket sales, but also help the uh, the backstage area and help the younger guys do yeah, their thing. Yeah, for sure. And he's also like fantastic with the fans, right? Like he, exactly. He, he said that they afterwards he was going to stick around and sign stuff and whatever. Definitely. So that's Definitely. like a big draw. Whether or not he's obviously not quite the same as he was no, in the ring. No, no. It's like we're, we're in 2015 yeah, and people it. age. Still, it's a thing still, that happens. Yeah, he still got it. He's yeah, still exactly. He was great when we, when he came out. So, so. When, when we get to the Corona Theater, we're definitely going to be looking uh, outside the IWS uh, family for talent. And that'll be on a uh, very a much higher level, let's say, than anything the IWS has ever done before. In the past, we've brought in uh, teams like uh, the Dudley Boys, Christian, uh, we brought in Sid uh, in the past. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is the biggest name we've ever brought in in the past. But let's just say for the Corona Theater, expect more of the same uh, as far as it relates to high-ticket uh, talent. Ver- I'm excited. Joel. Virgil. Joel. Virgil. You, you heard got- it here first, kids. <laughs> Virgil. Virgil. <laughs> it's possible. And he'll Anything's be selling possible. the tickets at the door. He'll be taking your tickets. Yeah. He'll be in the ring. He'll be setting up the well, ring. Speaking of, speaking of talent. Everyone's like, got their price. What yeah. do you guys think about this? This is something that uh, my, my, you know, everybody knows that my brother, Mike Patterson, is a huge part of the IWS and the history of the IWS. Crack. And ev- well, he is addicted to crack currently, and that's a huge issue for right. me. Yeah, I can personally. imagine that's tearing up the family. So a it is bit. tearing up the family. Let me know when yeah. the intervention's happening. Well, by the way. I want to uh, be there. You know, we've we've signed it on many occasions, but sometimes it's just you know things get bumped off the show. <laughs> so right. we're like, yeah, we're going to do an intervention, and then then like. 12 hours before. Oh, Mike, not this time. So he has to continue to do drugs. Someone lit a table on fire, got thrown through it. Intervention's got to wait. So I get I get uh, an email or a text or a message from Mike every few weeks in regards to uh, Lanny Poffo. <laughs> the genius. I get, I, get a, I get a text or some sort of a call in regards to Lanny Poffo weekly or every two <laughs> weeks right. from Mike. So basically the idea is to have Mike... Versus leaping Lanny Poffo in a poetry slam in the middle of the ring. Hmm. Okay, could this be something that we would see at the Corona Theater? 
Well, it's possible. Let's just bring idea. the poetry. Yeah, we got a you know we had the most violent match in the history of uh, of wrestling basically in Canada, and then you have Leaping Lanny. Pompo. I feel like Lanny might be up for it. I feel like I, if you know, okay. if you re- if we reached out, to I him, think we might have know. to do it. You I know? think you know. He said, I know he's still he's still I think he's still does some shots with some. He's with some, uh, with some he's indie relevant. Companies. He's very much relevant yeah. on the um, on the independent scene, and he's uh, he's going to be probably there at WrestleMania 31 to uh, help. And Doctor uh, Randy Savage. Well, yeah, I imagine, like, I mean, you know, I imagine he'll be he'll be doing the acceptance yeah, speech, I, right? Well, I think it's Hogan that's going to be inducting. He's going to be inducting him, but then and someone's going to have to accept yeah, it on yeah, his behalf. Yeah, he's going to be so, accepted on his yeah. behalf, exactly. So, um, in any case, I'm bringing up Lanny Poffel because it's just embedded in my brain because I have many messages, and I can show you the texts from Mike. And sometimes they're at like twelve in the apparently. afternoon. Sometimes they're at four in the morning. But in any case, I have about sixteen texts or messages in regards to Lanny Poffel and Mike. Mike's so. just like, bring in Lanny. <laughs> Exactly. So, so that, that's just an idea. So yeah. you want to wrap this up, Walter? Um, Coming up on 20 Minutes with Nick. Well, I just, wa- I just, I just wanted to, to touch back on CZW for a second. Yep. Like, I know that uh, in the past, there, there ha- I mean, some uh, IWS competitors have gone down to, mm-hmm. to participate in CZW, and we've spoken with um, Sexy Eddie, uh, Sexy Eddie mm-hmm. who, who's had his, his uh, experiences there, uh, notably against uh, drinking, uh, his uh, drinking his own blood. Drinking his own blood, fighting uh, uh, Necro Butcher. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Green Phantom also had a, had a match with yeah. Necro Butcher as well, yeah. So I mean I, I don't know I just think it's I, think it's I just think it's it's a cool thing that that there's this that there's this sort of kinship between these. yeah I think I think we're kind of uh, we're kindred spirits we're two ships in the night ones <laughs> in uh, ones in the United States ones in Canada we both like blood we both like violence we both have the same type of fan base and it only makes sense that we uh, continue our relationship uh, together here in the city and then hopefully uh, going forward uh, doing some cross promotion uh, with the company why not. It yeah. makes sense. The biggest hardcore company in Canada is the IWS. The biggest hardcore company in the United States is, the C- is CZW, and we bring it all together as a cross promotion type situation. And I'm on my phone. And I'm not trying. I'm not checking a text message, but I'm like the date. Like that date seemed like I'm like March 28th, March 28th. Now this is interesting because the the previous event, Blood, Sweat, and Beers, yeah. happened on January 24th. 24th. Uh, day before a uh, this this other event by by a small company oh, uh, yes. from up north in uh, Stanford out of Stanford yes, yes, yes. WWE I don't yeah. know if you guys know that one and uh, they had their they had their 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 uh, their rumble uh, Royal? wrestle rumble yes yes, their, yes what is it the I don't know rumble oh, Royal Con. rumble the rumble Con, Con, no matter how, how many times you say it forwards backwards a million times it still comes up the same way with a mighty Hercules mm. out on top there you go <laughs> Hercules right. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I'm, I'm just looking at March 28th. I think is, is, uh, is the, the day before um, another their other uh, uh, their, yes, their, yes, their big yes, yearly yes, event yes. they got there. Crazy the, uh, wrestle, crazy mania, r- crazy race, wrestleathon. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's called. So that's pretty cool. So oh, it's like, you know, yeah, we're a, kind of uh, you know. And, I think and it's more of a coincidence. And the Wrestle Rumble happening in Philadelphia. Yeah, the where, where where CZW <laughs> is. Well, I is think based that that's going to be a huge thing uh, tomorrow. I think we're going to see a lot of. That's very loud. So, yeah, definitely tomorrow in Philadelphia, I'm sure there'll be a hardcore presence. It's not to rehash hardcore. I hate nostalgia, personally, in wrestling. I think it has its place, but especially for hardcore, it's been so overdone. We're the IWS. We try to do our own thing. Right. Uh, We're on a a different level uh, completely. We're on a different playing field than any ECW situation that's ever happened. We don't try to imitate uh, that. We are basically, we exist because ECW existed in the the, the 90s. Right. We, We ripped them off. You know, when I was sitting in a bar watching uh, Heat Wave 98, that was like 
where the IWS was born. Can I ask which bar you watched Heat Wave 98? I watched Heat Wave. I'm going to make a time machine just so I could find that. Go back bar. in time and watch Heat Wave. I only want to make a time machine we, so I could find that. We had to beg Champs Bar to put just, it on pay per view. You got Champs to yeah, buy yeah, Champs, Heat Wave 98? Yeah, we did. No, they had, <laughs> at that time, they had a dish, so it was just free. Oh. But we had to beg and cajole the. Just to get it on the owners TV. like, oh, fuck, I don't want to see that. Like, uh, and then we ended up watching it so together, and that's part of the. Uh, that's part of the lore of the IWS. If we hadn't seen ECW back in the day, nothing would happen. So basically, we owe everything to Paul Heyman. Not to rip him off, but we did rip him off. Well, basically. as does CZW, it's to a certain extent. Because, yeah, you know, CZW you had ECW too. in Philly, and then uh, I was reading up on it. Yeah. CZW's first big event was in the ECW arena yep. following their dissolution. Yeah, exactly. And now they're going. They're actually going to be there back in the ECW arena, I think, coming up uh, this month. Do they still just call it the ECW yeah, arena? Yeah, it's the ECW arena. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like they have, like, shows there. It's like, you know, like yeah. Prince comes through, plays at the Live ECW arena. The ECW Arena. <laughs> the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. That's right, at ECW Arena. Uh, so, yeah, so, are we good so with this? Yeah, we're good. We're fantastic. So, uh, thanks for uh, talking it's with us. It's my pleasure, yeah. and uh, we'll see you uh, in March. Yeah. Corona Theater. Which it now is, because now this yeah. podcast is going to come out in March. Okay. So, happy March. Fantastic. Happy March, Maybe everybody. St. Patrick's Day, I, I don't know. assume you had a really good Valentine's Day. St. Patrick's Day was awesome. And get your tickets at eventco.ca. Oh, Something shit. that we didn't talk about. There's yeah, that. Well, yeah, that was... Um, because I didn't even know if we were allowed. No, that's okay. We are allowed. We are Corona, allowed. Well, Corona is an official is an official yeah, Eventco official venue. venue right? It is an official venue, and going forward, uh, the IWS and Eventco are uh, partners in this uh, venture, which is the IWS, which is great for both parties, and we're more than proud to have uh, Eventco uh, backing us up. And I think it's going to be huge for uh, everybody on the roster. It's going to be great for every IWS fan. And uh, the shows are only going to get bigger and better, of course, with Eventco uh, behind the IWS. We've been Very waiting exciting. a long time for something like this to happen, and it's happened. So we'll uh, we'll just ride the wave. Should I be expecting my residuals to come in soon? You know, Is the only thing <laughs> about that, uh, you know, as you know in the wrestling business, uh, that never happens. All right. So, Very good. Uh, you know, there it is, just, kids. Just, you know, the best thing to do, what I tell people, is that I make a lot of money. Yeah, I don't okay. actually make a lot of money, but the best thing. Uh, it's just I, at least just tell I people I give you, you some advice. If you want to tell people, just tell people, oh, you pay me about $500 um, a show. Yeah, pay, yeah, about that. No, yeah, exactly. Because then maybe somebody will actually pay me Because it's more important for what people think of you than whatever is actually really happening. Happening in your exactly. life. I suppose that makes some kind of yeah, sense. Fake it till you yeah. make it, basically. Right. right? That's pretty much this okay. podcast. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's like we, like we have like thousands of viewers, every, uh, that's listeners yes, every yes, every yes. episode. Course, right. So, that's yeah. right. Everybody knows about yeah. this As we podcast. do. Like, okay. Multiply thousands. Well, this got strangely passive aggressive and now it's not. So. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Take care. So, Walter. Keith. We're still here at the Theater Corona. No, we're not at Theater Corona. No, now. no, no. We are. We are. But we're in the future also. We're in the future. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we, we figured this all out with the last guest. Uh, and now we wanted to have them both on at the same time, but apparently they hate each other. Apparently, yeah, there's, a, there's some. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So we have someone else. We had one person who said he founded. IWS. Now we have another person who says he found founded the IWS. Yeah, but this guy is actually this this guy. This is the real founder. He's the real. He's the okay, actual I founder. Understand the that. other guy was full of shit. And that other guy is full of shit. Yeah. Did we get that right? That's right. Okay. The, the, the one, the one, the only, uh, the, the notorious, the legendary PCP, crazy fucking Manny. Manny, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, boys? Oh, it's great. It's my first podcast ever. Very this exciting. Is, this is the first time we've had you on our podcast. Nice. Yes. See how that works? See how you figure that one out? First time on Plug Yourself, first time. And this is also, I mean, like, we, we've been, we were discussing this before the podcast. You, 
You've been name dropped a lot of this podcast. Yeah, people have talked about we, you. We've had Green Fandom, we've had Sexy Eddie, we've had you've come up a lot, but at the same time, you haven't actually come up a lot at IWS, and that's been a lot of people have been asking, like they're like, "Where's Manny?" It seems to be a thing that's happening. Well, uh, I decided to bring back IWS because honestly, the real reason why I did it was for the four years that we're gone, wrestling was on a low, okay. and everywhere I went in public, I'd see <laughs> I'd see fans, and they'd say, "Bring back the IWS." At first, you know, I was like, oh, children, old women, <laughs> yeah, everyone, <laughs> clergymen. Yeah. Like, you go, Manny, you, you got to do it. Then <laughs> you got to bring back the IWS. You want tits. Do it for the tits. gipper. Like, hey, women for the gipper. Exactly. Like, yeah. dying child's Go wish. to the butchers, and he's like, Manny, Manny. I'll give, you a, give you a real deal on this <laughs> yeah. cut of meat if you just bring back IWS. You're so like, then shit. I started going to see wrestling shows again. And every time one of our guys, one of our former wrestlers would wrestle, fans would ch- chant IWS. So eventually I was like, well... All these fucking people are making money on the IWS. I might as well just bring back the IWS. And, so you uh, want to make some money. It's a logical yeah, conclusion, right? So yeah. we brought it back. Everybody thought we were going to fail. Everybody thought it was a one-shot gig. Uh, a lot of former people didn't want to work for us because they're like, oh, this isn't going to work out. And here we are one year later, the hottest fed in the country, sold out every show so far, major deal with Ivanko and Heavy Montreal. And... Uh, yeah, we're doing really, really well. And the reason I haven't actually been around is because I really didn't feel it necessary for me to be part of IWS anymore. So you're just running the of, show from behind. Yeah, I would. Like I would a godfather. Book the show, make sure everything's run the way I want, and <laughs> enjoy myself. But some people, you know, they got it too good. And when they have it too good, they start getting cocky. Right. And they think they're in charge, and they think they're running the show. And uh, that caused me to come back. So like, like, we're saying some people. Are we talking about Mike Bailey? Is like, uh, Mike Bailey. Bailey was talking. Some Bailey's shit. been calling yeah. you out a yeah. bunch. Yes, he has. You know, and, and this is a guy know. who wasn't even around when IWS was around. Exactly. Just all of a sudden, he yeah. shows up and he's like cock of the walk. We trained Mike Bailey's sister. We trained Mike Bailey's brother. Neither of them made it in the business. There's a lot of hate there. Mike Bailey learned somewhere else. I don't even fucking know where he learned. He's an <laughs> amazing wrestler, <laughs> tremendous wrestler, great fucking talent. He's also 140 pounds. And, you know, <laughs> soaking uh, wet. Yeah, soaking wet. <laughs> exactly. So he can kick me all he wants. But, you know, he might, mean, that might happen. Jay. Exactly. Mean, uh, honestly, you know, either you guys have a better chance of hurting me than Mike Bailey. I don't want to so, hurt you. Yeah, I, I don't, and, and, I've never wanted to hurt you. You work yeah. for him. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're essentially my employer here. You, man, know, like. you have Nixon Stratus. You have Alex Silva. You have Bucks Belmar. You know, all these guys came up. You know, fuck's sakes. I was wrestling in the, in the time. Alex is a second-generation wrestler when his dad was wrestling. You know? So all these guys have come up. Bucks Belmar was an IWS fan. They came up watching us, and now all of a sudden they think they're the shit. They think they're in charge. So, you know, I got to come back, and I got to lay some beatings, and I got to show people who the real man is. And eventually, they'll, they'll understand. Have you so, ever considered saying who the real man is? The real Manny. That's the real, me. Yeah. He's, yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Okay, Make I'm it a new that was, t-shirt. That was awful. Yeah, the real, the real Manny. Manny. I, I, yeah. I often <laughs> say that to women. Let me prove my mannyhood to you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that before or after you've actually told them your name? Because uh, they might just think you're weird. Before, <laughs> before. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so um, <coughs> you've been posting a lot of videos, like a lot of, a, a lot of some uh, uh, classic, classic IWS <laughs> moments, uh, matches you've been involved with. Yeah. Um, and and I you know I've heard you tell some stories and stuff and I've heard, again we've heard people tell stories about matches yeah. with you you've had some classic matches with with Phantom and uh, yeah I don't know I don't know if he actually talked about it on the podcast but Phantom I no Phantom absolutely no 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 I, I'm just saying like a particular event involving a balcony and uh, going over going over the balcony or off the balcony oh that's happened a few times yeah exactly uh, why don't you tell us about a couple of your some <laughs> favorite well, moments uh, I once wrestled the Green Phantom in uh, 
it was a 10 stages of hell death match for our 10 stages of hell. Yeah. <laughs> we were so like, we, fuck that other company with three stages of hell. We're yeah. going 10. There was 10. Yeah, this was our, our great idea before we actually had the match. <laughs> it's our 10-year anniversary, so let's get 10, 10 hardcore gimmicks. <laughs> and to win the match, you first have to go through everything. Oh, God. Then you can pin someone. <laughs> So we what was the venue, we, What could yeah, go wrong? I don't even remember. Like, to tell you the truth, I don't even know how many things we went through. We just made shit up. We just came up with, like, the dumbest stuff ever. Hardcore so water jugs. What? At one point, I'm brawling with Phantom all the way to the balcony. And uh, we get to the very top of the balcony. And he wants to DDT me off the balcony. And, <laughs> as uh, as people fighting, do. Yeah. And uh, I'm fighting to not take this DDT off the balcony. Not and a normal as he's about spot, to kill oh. me, you know, <laughs> I'm looking down and I see there's, there's five tables. Uh-huh. So stacked yeah, or sta- three and two next to okay. them. Okay. So it's like a pyra- it's like a pyramid. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna hurt like hell, but I might live because at this point, I know I'm going over. I can't right. fight him off. He's a big dude. Right. So I'm like, it's gonna hurt like hell, but I might live. Then all of a sudden, I don't know who set all the tables on fire. Me and Phantom are on the balcony fighting, and these tables go up in flames. And I'm like, okay, now this kind of changes shit a little bit. I might not live through this. <laughs> so we go off the balcony, and the green phantom, being the great guy that he is, decides to accidentally kick all the tables over on the way down. <laughs> so essentially, the green th- phantom went through five tables, and I fell 30 feet onto the ground, onto my head. But at least the ground was inflaming, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. You know, ground you, you wasn't on fire, man. You're you fine. So now, it, it, was pretty, it was pretty interesting because... Everybody thought I was dead. They really believed I was dead. And the amount of concern that people showed as they ran towards me, and as I looked up because I was on the ground, I could see IWS wrestlers on the balcony going, oh, my God, he just got killed. I actually thought I was dead. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this you know, is what it's like. I was like, this is an out-of-body you had a, you Yeah, I was like, I was like this, was, this is what it's like. And then I did. Like, felt a, you, a little nice that you're like everyone. Nobody was like good riddance. Everybody yeah. was really concerned. No, they were concerned. They, they, they people had tears in their eyes and holy shit. And then I was like, okay. Then I was like, you know, it, it, it's it's part of our business, I guess you can say. It's what I do. I'm like, okay. Can I move my feet? Can I feel my toes? Okay, okay, that's cool. All right, let's go to the finish. All right, because <laughs> that wasn't the finish, right? So the green that phantom rolls over. The, the green phantom rolls over after doing this to me. I go, sorry, brother, I had to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I had you. <laughs> and he drags me back to the ring. <laughs> now, now we get in the ring, and he pins me, and me being the dumbass that I am, I kick out. Because <laughs> you know, I'm like, fuck this guy. He's not going to beat me like this. No, not like this. Yeah. <laughs> no. So there's one table left in the ring. So he picks me up to give me the phantasm through the table. And I know I'm going over in this barbed wire all over the table and shit. I'm like, okay, it's, it's barbed wire. It's going to hurt, but whatever. I'm still going to kick out. And he gives me a phantasm on the table. Little did I know the final stipulation to the match that I created was explosions. So this fucking table blew up. <laughs> so all I saw was white. My ears were ringing. And the I, I get up and they're like, you explosions. lost. I'm like, he pinned you. I'm like, how did he pin me? I didn't see no, because all I could see was white and what smoke. What could you and, see at this point, though? Smoke and white. Like right. white. Like fucking just white. Uh-huh. I think I thought I was dead again. So, yeah, that was one of the... <laughs> so you died twice in that yeah, night. Yeah, twice that night. So that was one of the classic moments. What Kevin th- Steen also threw me off a balcony at the medley. Right. How Kevin, many times have you been thrown off a balcony in your, in your uh, career, would you say, Manny? I think I've been thrown off like four or five times. Four or five times, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like just, I, Eddie's we're, jumped we're up on, on the ba- We're on a, on a balcony right yeah. now, and I just wanted to make sure that you're not going over. No, Manny's no, sitting no, far no, away no, from no, the rail exactly. here. <laughs> we have a lot of equipment in between you and the balcony. Just don't. 
Don't no, fly Walter. Anywhere. Don't try to put Manny over. Now, like from don't this, throw him over the balcony. I'll try not. To. I mean, it, don't it, do you it. You know, depending <laughs> if he makes a fat joke or not. But from this, from this Phantom match, what were the the, the, the were there long term effects? Where did, did uh, you did, were there was there, there a there concussion was, uh, in there? Maybe there was, there was a concussion. At least there was one. A, there right. was a concussion. And uh, he had jumped off the ring with a light tube skateboard. Uh -huh. Did a, an acid job, an old skateboarding move onto my back. But unfortunately, I had no idea he was doing this. And I <laughs> flew headfirst in the guardrail and kind of knocked myself out. Uh, it was it's a lot of cuts, a lot of stitches, a uh -huh. lot of scars I still have. But uh, honestly, if you want to talk <laughs> about the craziest matches, it's the fans bring the weapons matches. Right. And which, that's what we're doing at Corona. Yeah. Which, which one of your mortal enemies, uh, uh, Nixon? Nixon yeah. Nixon he said he was going to be so, – People are going to be turned away if they don't have weapons. Uh, yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring your weapons, boys. <laughs> There's one rule: guns, no knives. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is legal. We have discussed this. <laughs> we had to yeah. clarify that. Yeah. Gun, no yeah. guns, no knives. Everything else. It isn't. Yeah. It's in. Uh, it's in Little Burgundy. So that really yes, needs to exactly. be established. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Walter. And Walter. What, what are you? What are you going to bring? What am I? Well, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm sort of an employee. Yeah, but that so I don't know that I that I should. It'll be appropriate. <laughs> I feel like I should course. be like non-partial. Bring, bring whatever you want. Wait for it. Yeah. Hold on. Nothing. Musical interlude. This music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This part might get cut. No, I'm keeping this. <laughs> In case you were wondering where we are, WS. And we're back. And we're back. Okay. Um, what's the craziest? What's the craziest fan brought weapon you've ever seen? Ooh, uh, <laughs> craziest. That's a good question. I can say the most creative. We have uh, several fans. One fan constructed a giant syringe made out of light tubes. And uh, another fan. Was there every a plunger on it and everything? Yeah, everything. The works. Wow. Working okay. syringe. But uh, we have one fan, Bob Otis, who every year makes cactus plants out of neon light tubes and thumbtacks. And like you, when you see it from far, you think it's a real. He spray paints the tubes green. He glues all the thumbtacks onto them. Good lord! Yeah, and uh, that's one of the wildest weapons. That's kind of making me nauseous just yeah. like thinking about it. It's a bloody match. It's yeah. a crazy match. This is, uh, is going to test my my limit for gore. I yeah, think. <laughs> I think it's our seventh or eighth fans bring the weapons. I'm the only guy that's done all of them. Oh my god, Walter! Yeah, you need to talk to Alan France about that mannequin that he's giving away. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I might be able to show up with a with a. Full mannequin. Yeah. yeah. I they will tell you actually the craziest. Strap light tubes to the mannequin. The worst injury that I ever had. Actually, I'm remembering it right now. There was somebody that used to wrestle for us. Uh, we won't mention who he is. But uh, at the end of the fans bring the weapons match, the ar it was the Arsenal and someone else against me and uh, the evil ninja. And they put my head inside a chair, like an open chair laying on the, the seat part. And it's sort of. Yeah. So my head is flat on where the seat is on the chair. I'm wincing. Sticking out of the end. And a fan brought this old 32-inch tube TV. And Those are like a heavy. Yeah. Like, so the uh, guy came towards me. And, you know, this is pro wrestling. I figured he'd take it a little easy on me. The match was over. But as he picked the TV up to show it to the fans, he was very sweaty. And the 32-inch uh, tube TV, which weighs about 90 pounds, slipped out of his hands and landed directly on my head and completely, completely KO'd me. Yeah, I think that was probably the worst. And on top of it... Yet another thing you lived through. Yes. Yeah. We had another fans bring the weapons match, now that I remember this. And a fan brought... One <laughs> They're of all these, coming back. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Back. One of these, I might not do this match, actually. 
A fan brought one of the old, old, old black and white TV sets. Right. The, the ones that are, that like, are like 14 like inches. Unit of furniture kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Those I were remember like the Hardcore Ninja. The Hardcore Ninja. Not, was, the, not to be confused with the Evil Ninja. No, the hard, yeah, right. his brother. Yes. <laughs> he looked at me and he goes, we got to use this for the fans, brother, but uh, I respect you too much. So I'm going to go to the top rope. Just you over the head with the 100-pound yeah. TV. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the top rope and I'm going to throw it. Like, I'm throwing it at you, but just move out of the way. Because he was, even though I was wrestling as him, he is. yeah, yes. he doesn't, you know. He didn't want to do a murder. Me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I agreed to this. Now, what happened was, once again, the green phantom acid drops a skateboard onto me, which sends me headfirst into the guardrail and gives me a concussion. As I get that up. happened twice? Yes, it happened twice. <laughs> that's why we don't use guardrails anymore. To I was going to say, stop using skateboards. Yeah. No, so <laughs> as I'm getting up, never stop yeah. using skateboards. As I'm standing up, not knowing where the fuck I am, the hardcore ninja is standing on the top rope with his TV, but he has no idea. I just got concussed and don't know where I am, so he's assuming I'm going to move. So he throws this TV at me, which hits me right in the shoulder, in the back of the head, and <laughs> completely, yeah, it's. Just, been a rough 16 years, boys. See, most <laughs> people go through their lives yeah. without getting hit in the head by a TV once. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Nobody's ever acid dropped me, like, into me. Like, I skateboarded a lot in high school. Yep. No yeah. one ever acid dropped directly yeah. into me. Never. Yeah. That needs happened at least twice. And a- another crazy story, <laughs> since we're bringing crazy <laughs> stories. Go for it. Go for it. Keep it going. This, this actually ha- this is the day after fans bring the weapons. I was moving the day after fans bring the weapons. I was moving into my new house. I'm surprised that's you're that, moving at all. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how you schedule things. Yeah. So, fans yeah. bring the weapon match. Now I'm going to do some heavy lifting. Yeah, so I, I wasn't actually, like, I was really messed up. So, like, my girlfriend at the time's family was doing the move, and I was just, like, and we had to go to Renault Depot to pick up some stuff for the new house. Sure. So I walk into Renault Depot. Now, that night before, we set the record on light tubes being used ever in a match. I think it was something like 900 light tubes that were broken during the match. It was ri- ridiculous. Can I ask a, can I ask would, a question? Sure. <laughs> well, just now, I, okay, this is, I've, I've been, I've, I did raise my hand. I, now, I've, I've pride myself. I like to watch a lot of shit about wrestling and this and that. And so I, I've, I've asked, I've, I've heard some things about where tables are procured from. Yeah. Where in Christ's name do you get all these fucking light tubes? Uh, it's, it's pretty funny. We have a few fans that are janitors. Okay. And they save light tubes over a course <laughs> of a year. Hmm. And they, I, I had a fan literally show up at the show with a pickup truck with 600 light tubes in it. Holy and hell. says, this is my weapon for fans bring the weapons. Uh, truck what, the truck tubes. or the light yeah. tubes? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's so okay. Go it's back okay. to the story. So we go to Renault Depot to pick up all this stuff. And I shit you not, this is a true story. I'm in, the, I'm in line at the cash with some cleaning products. And uh, it was actually, it was, it, was, it was a piece for a dishwasher to install a dishwasher. And I'm in line and there's a person behind me with a shopping cart full of light tubes. Like cases and cases and cases of light tubes. And you. So I'm like, Whatever. As I'm paying, the guy's shopping cart has a problem. The cart falls over onto me, and all these light tubes break all over me. <laughs> you can't escape it. So <laughs> You're like, I'm not even in I a match. Around, I'm at I turn around, and I see the sales girl and the guy who was pushing this cart of light tubes horrified. Did like, they break oh on my you? God. Yeah, they broke everywhere. <laughs> they blew up everywhere. They're horrified, and I'm covered in glass from head to toe. And they're all looking at it, and my brother-in-law is with me. And he's laughing his fucking head off because he knows. He was at the show the night before. He knows. Like, this guy. So they're like, sir. And the manager comes running. Sir, are you okay? You want us to call an ambulance? And I'm like, it's okay. I'm used to it. And they're all looking at me like, what do you mean you're used to it? But, yeah. At least there was no guardrail around, huh? Yeah. There but uh, I, I got to say, when it comes to, like, after show stories, like, in public, stuff like that where you shock the public, the craziest thing I've ever seen has to go to Sexy Eddie. This beats any story I've ever heard from WWE wrestlers, from anyone. 
We were at a... I'm sure everybody knows the story. We did Tournament of Death in Philadelphia. Eddie severed an artery yeah. during the match. Eddie has you talked go, about that on the podcast. You can go back to the Sexy yeah. Eddie podcast. Yeah. The issue episode we did That's with right. him. He, he talked about it. He squeezed his hand. Drinking his own blood. Yes. Started drinking his own sure. blood that right. was squirting out. It was br- I was there. It was brutal. <laughs> we bring Eddie to the hospital afterwards. Now, now Eddie's got to get his arteries cauterized. He's, he's literally bleeding to death. Sure. The doctor at CZW looked at us and said, if he's not at a hospital in 20 minutes, he's going to die. And we're in fucking... Like, buttfuck Delaware. <laughs> Literally, we put Eddie in a chair in the box of a pickup truck with his arms up like this <laughs> and drove all the way there. So we get there, and uh, now there's an insurance purpose because Eddie has insurance, but for insurance purposes, he has to give a credible story. Sure. <laughs> we walk into the hospital, and Eddie's wearing his little sexy Eddie underwear. Okay? He looks like a male and stripper, gold, basically. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a male stripper, his bow tie yeah. and his golden boots. <laughs> he still has the, gold, the bow tie on. And we walk into the hospital, and all these little candy striper nurses come. Like, it's young, young nurses and old lady nurses. And they look at him, and they go, Sir, what happened? And he turns around and goes, my God, the women at your strip clubs here are so violent. <laughs> and told them he was a male stripper that got attacked by women in the by, club. By rabid women. Yeah, by right. rabid women. And they were like, we're in Philly. That, that was, uh, that's uh, what he went for. Yeah. <laughs> it he went, went, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. I like to think that the police that night were on the lookout for like this rabid pack rabid of women, pack of like, women like, on a crazy like, bachelor Somewhere party, in the like. U.S. there's a receipt with, from Blue Cross <laughs> stating an attack on a male stripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eddie, Eddie's take on that story that the reason he was drinking the blood is he was like, I'm losing a lot of blood. I need he to thought keep he the could blood somehow retain it. Yes, he needs to keep the blood stomach. inside And you should believe that because I, I really believe Eddie thought that was, that was really <laughs> happening. You know? I, I, really, I, I really do believe that. <laughs> that was his legitimate take on it. Yeah. He's like, this is how I'm going to take care of it. So, we're wrapping up also. We're coming up on the 20 minutes. I guess so, yeah. So, March 28th. March 28th. What's the event going to be called? Unfucking sanctioned. Unfucking ship event of the IWS. Unfucking sanctioned. Unfucking sanctioned. Fans bring March the weapons. 28th. Main event. March twenty eighth. Corona Theater. Wally Good Times is going to be hosting. Yep. Amazing. His co his podcast co host is going to be there. Keith's going to be the there. Show. Yeah, we'll absolutely. probably do some podcasts from that show. And that. all I can say is the thing that sets us apart from all the other promotions, it's all podcast. the other companies, Wait, no. is that not only do we have the wildest wrestling ever. But we put on the craziest show. We pour tons of money into our production. And I've said it a million times to people. They ask us, what's special about the IWS? It's not the wrestling. It's not the show. It's the fucking atmosphere. The fans, you can tell as being an announcer, the fans. Yeah. No, the fans are pretty. Make the show yeah. happen. And at the Corona, we're going to sell out. And we're going to be 700 rabid IWS fans We're going to set another indoor attendance record. Yes, it's gonna we be are. Amazing. Yeah, it's we're going to tear great. the fucking house down. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Manny. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Watch out the guardrails, huh? There you go. I will. Right, thank I will. you, sir. Careful, the, the stor- stairs are down to the right. Don't yeah. just don't just go don't sailing just go off the balcony. Just jump over here. <laughs> I think people are. No, don't do it, Manny. Don't. People seem to be wanting you here. So, yes. are we still talking? Are we still going? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh, man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone.
9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?